So uh, apparently you you are not the only one who is spending uh, upwards of uh, four digits on car repairs. Oh, yes. Uh, yeah, uh. I got to do that this morning as well. So Ooh. it is uh, just a delightful time for breaking down on the side of the road. <laughs> oh. So I'm in fine fighting form. Not really. I, oh, I had an okay. appointment to get my oil changed, and then I was told my <laughs> engine block was cracked. Oh, no. Like... <laughs> okay, at least mine is slightly better. I just have oil leaking into the engine and causing oh. it to misfire and backfire all the time. Oh, my God. Um, the drive back from Awatuki today was great because it just smelled like burned oil the whole time. Nice. Um, I was honestly afraid for a part of the day that my car would catch fire sitting in the uh, garage. So I actually had to go in there and check to make sure it wasn't like ignited or anything. Well, considering the city we live in, you wouldn't feel much of a difference if the car was on fire or if it was not. So. Yeah, considering <laughs> I'm sitting right now right above the garage, um, I would say, yeah, it, I, my feet would feel a little bit toastier. But other than that, I wouldn't notice a difference. Uh, well, and then I had the exquisite joy of having my first time utilizing ride sharing. Oh, oh no. no. <laughs> really fantastic. What did they talk about? What conspiracy theory did they throw at you? Oh, the uh, the first car that picked me up to take me to work. Now, granted, this is going to the place where I'm going to be tortured to death by mental incongruencies. <laughs> uh, Gotta warm you up to it. And the guy's like, you know, I just wish we had someone running this country who was smarter than me. And I was like, odds are pretty good. That's actually the case. Oh, no. And so oh, I wish no. I had somebody who didn't just fall asleep when they were speaking and make weird noises. Like, oh, yes, no, we want the embezzling criminal. That's the one you want, I say. So, yeah, we got off to a great start. <laughs> You're like, I didn't pay for your opinions. All right. Well, and then uh, the individual told me about his time in, in the military for 27 years, and I was like, man, if only the Russians were as capable in the 80s as they are today. <laughs> Might have been able to get rid of you back then. I wouldn't have to have this conversation, you hapless twat. Oh, man. Thank you for your service. <laughs> God bless the troops. He, he uh, actually wound up, he was, he was a decent guy at the end of it. But yeah, Once like, you Don't. ignored all the other shit. Don't lead with political uh, machinations uh, in opinions. I don't understand why people do. I do not. Yeah. I mean, I'm just talking to, you know, tens of people here and, and sharing my opinion. That's just, <laughs> that's a lack of impulse control. This guy's got to make money. I'm definitely not <laughs> exactly. doing that here. We don't have to worry about that. <laughs> and speaking of that, by the broken eternal, <laughs> the behold. Old. It's the Disinformed Podcast. I'm Shane. I'm Michael. I'm Courtney. Narrowly avoiding making money since 2019. Uh. We're going to have it on our masthead somewhere. That's the phrase (laughs) we'll live with forever. And speaking of not getting some, I hear Michael's got a very uh, prurient topic for us this evening. I'm very excited about that. Oh, man. I got eight uh, pages of content right here ready to go. And ten lies, I'm sure. Close. Six. Okay. Well, um, presently, I am enjoying a, a key lime lacrux. What are you, what are you rocking there, friend? I am rocking an apricot. Ooh, I see. And, and what uh, does the poor have today? I have bubbly Ooh, today. She's being bougie today. Bellini Bliss. Ooh, that sounds intriguing. Mm, uh, in most places, when I've tried to get bubbly, it's actually more expensive than the Lacroix. 
was on sale. <laughs> oh, <Okay. laughs> all right. Okay. It's uh, congratulations. Yeah, thank you. That is my one win of this week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, Got I see. Bubbly. Yes. So uh, you're not having fine meals and, and better conversation over on Love Food Hate Money. Uh, no. Well, it's funny you guys both are having car trouble. My AC in my car went out again for like the fourth time. So I am also in the same boat of like, I hate cars. Cars are stupid and I don't respect <sighs> them. I wish we lived in a condensed city where we could just walk to everywhere and don't have to worry about cars. But, you know, this is me just living in Fandisful, you know. Are you moving Fandisful. to the well, line in Saudi Arabia? Uh, oh, my God. No, no. Get the get. No. <laughs> well, I think I, I have. Uh, no, that's it. <laughs> I have a solution for you, Michael. You Uh-oh. can sleep in the back room at Howie's. <laughs> just get a cot. Set up residence Ooh, there with some okay. of your other more energetic employees, <laughs> and uh, you can, you know, just uh, wrap yourself around the toilet when you go to bed at night, and then you can just walk right in to, to teach some classes, do your research, and then go right back to Howie's. It's it's perfect. You'll actually be able to make more money, yeah. better sleep, save gas, no transit. The get toilet rid of the car. doesn't judge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It actually the, yeah. sounds pretty good. I don't have you, to deal with traffic getting into or out of Tempe. So, uh huh, yeah. Then you don't have to worry about you know paying for dogs or fiancés or schooling for small children. Like you just take care of kicking people out of your bedroom every night. Damn homeless people! <laughs> In this scenario, you know you you might be factored into that number. So <laughs> I know, I know. I I said that knowing that I was one of them. Okay. I never said I liked me myself. I would actually be interested to see you as a an indigent individual. I'd just love to watch you. I mean, Courtney's seen oh. you walking down the street muttering to yourself anyway. <laughs> so I, I think, you know, just let's get you a sign and some conspiracy theories and don't bathe for a while. Get that pompadour hairdo just in a in a full swing. I could I could I, I think I could handle it. I think yeah. I could manage that for, for a bit. Yeah. Yeah. You can come in and talk about how the CIA has planted material in your teeth, and that's how they're tracking you. And I can't afford the tin foil to, you know, cover my brain so they can still read my brain waves. So yeah. Mm-hmm. So you're just wandering from Starbucks to Starbucks, hoping <laughs> to steal some of the tin foil they have in the back, drinking they, the half and half just to refresh yourself. They never give it to me anymore. I feel like they know who I am now because I'm the tin foil man, and it it sucks. I feel like I have to walk to an entirely separate city just to get my tinfoil nowadays. And I'm sorry for those of you out there who love your Starbucks brevet. <laughs> I, I should have clarified. <laughs> well, I get my tinfoil venti, vente, what, however you pronounce it. So I, I think it's venti. <laughs> venti. Oh, yeah, you're, if you're, you're right. In Arizona, you're right. It depends on which I'll one have, you're walking. I'll into. have a venti. <laughs> one of those the- bentis. Uh, I did you ever encounter? There's a comedian named Dov Davidoff who has uh, one of my favorite jokes about ordering coffee at a Starbucks. No, I don't think I have. Okay, he he runs where he goes in and orders a medium coffee at the Starbucks, and they harangue him by saying like, "Oh, that's you mean it's a grande?" He's like, "No, I I ordered a medium coffee." Oh well, here it's a grande. He says, "All right, now you've made it a fucking issue. The only time I'm ever going to utilize the word grande is if a Mexican pimp asks me what kind of titties I like." 
Uh, <laughs> Horrible joke. Absolutely uh, wretched. But anytime I hear somebody ordering a grande, it's the I mean, first thing my brain goes head, to. Yeah. Yes. I could see that. I could see that's the first thing my mind would go to and probably will now. Yeah, it's either for you, it's either that or Vini Vini Venti. <laughs> Oh, no, he's crossed the Rubicon. <laughs> oh, a different kind of Alps than the ones we were referring to with the pimp. But uh, in any event, <laughs> I'm trying to pull my butt tonight. <coughs> Terrible. Oh, jeez. You already killed off well, John, and now you're going to kill off Michael? Nothing okay, nice, can kill prince. John. <laughs> just like Hiv and the Grimace, John can't be killed. I've learned. You just cut off a piece of him, it just grows back. You can throw penicillin at him all you want. It just keeps coming back. <laughs> he screams for a little bit, but, you know, he just shrugs it off. It does sting. It can be irritating, but, yeah, he soldiers on. Like Hydra. <laughs> you kill one and two heads grow in its place. Oh, no, two Johns. <laughs> and uh, speaking of multiplying assholes, what we typically do on this show is we delve into random esoterica, and in the course of explaining it to one another, we lie occasionally. It's a delightful time for us, and we certainly hope it is for you as well. The goal of the show is for the co-hosts to try to guess what is being fibbed about over the course of the entertaining hour or two or 12, depending upon who's presenting. Uh, and uh, even if we get it wrong, you're going to get it right, because we give you a little denouement at the end of the episode. We tell you what we lied about and why it was supposed to be funny. But, uh, Michael, take us inside. Okay. Um, so, like I said prior, we got six lies going on. Ooh. Um, to start, I think we can all agree that The Matrix was a pretty good movie, you know. While hot the take. sequels, okay, <laughs> I know, I know, very, very hot take. While the sequels, Courtney, might not... Courtney, have you seen The Matrix? Yeah, I have. That's one of my dad's. Okay. Favorites. Ooh, okay. well, he was allowed. Mm. <laughs> While the sequels not might might not get as much love as the first, and for good reason, in my opinion, the overall <sighs> themes of the series were on point. Mm. One such theme, the idea of choosing between truth and ignorance, uh, is exemplified in the. Red pill, blue pill scene. Or the American legal system. <laughs> also true. Uh, where Morpheus offers Neo the above choice, where the blue pill keeps Neo in the simulated world, where he can be as ignorant as he wishes, denying the fact that staying in the simulated world makes him essentially a slave to the wills of the machine. Oh my god, you just made me envision Clarence Thomas like looking down at people who are begging for reproductive <laughs> rights and being like, you think that's air you're breathing now? Hmm? Oh, this... T oh, man. That, that gives it a whole different light. Open your mind. Or your man. wife's. Well, considering his penchant for talking about pornography, yeah... That is, mm -hmm. yeah, I can see yeah. it now. What? That it, it is something that is known, actually. Before he became a Supreme Court judge, uh, Clarence Thomas would talk oh. extensively about pornography. He would talk yes. to any and everyone about like, hey, so I saw this, you know, bestiality porn the other day where, you know, it was a horse going to town on this lady and she took it pretty well. Like, like that uh, sort of thing. I've it, seen his wife. Here. This makes so much sense. It It does. <laughs> 
Um, it actually led to a lot of conversation. He was, I think, the most narrowly appointed Supreme Court judge in history when they actually started voting on that sort of thing. Also makes uh, sense because I believe his nickname in the bedroom is Wilbur. <laughs> but yeah, uh, little interesting things, tidbits about Clarence Thomas that I Naturally. learned over the week. <laughs> Um, so going back to the blue pill, red pill, uh, the red pill, uh, representing truth would wake Neo up to the harsh reality of the real world, forcing him to fight the machine who once held him captive for most of his life. All in all, a very brilliant scene, one that asks the audience to think about what they would do in Neo's stead. And the blue pill, since you omitted it, is what allows Clarence Thomas to enjoy that adult films (laughs) that he uh, was so happy with. Exactly. Just continuously, nothing else. He doesn't even have to rule on any more cases that restrict our rights. He can just watch porn for the rest of his life. (sighs) Now, what if I told you that a community of mostly men co-opted that scene for their own interest to describe not the illusion of living in a simulated world, but the illusion that anyone can find a special someone and be in a relationship? Taking the red pill is how one quote, opens their eyes to the harsh reality of the world. By taking the pill, you realize that, one, women don't want you, and two, you are not celibate by choice. (laughs) You are involuntarily celibate, or an incel for short. And the cast of the Big Bang Theory raises their hands in protest. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, wait a minute. Um, Yes, today, I want to do a deep dive into the fascinating culture that is the incel movement terrible turn of phrase (laughs) yes yes uh specifically i want to cover what sort of bizarre beliefs they have so we can have a better understanding of one of the most depressing and surprisingly violent corners of the internet now this is where i'm throwing down a load of trigger warnings we've got a big plate of warnings here and i'm serving them hot and fresh right here right now (laughs) <laughs> freaky fest service <laughs> oh no I'm, Free I'm the smells. Jimmy John's of incel trigger warnings <laughs> of course we have rampant misogyny and sexism as the main dish but we also have some sides of suicism suicism people have claimed he's racist so i uh, worshiping you know. the man known as dr seuss we have some sides of suicide <laughs> horton, and rape horton here's with, a homestead <laughs> oh no <laughs> uh, okay. oh my so, god to be a little bit less you know flippant with the trigger warnings we have Rampant misogyny and sexism, and then also some suicide, rape, and a sprinkle of racism. So, oh, oh yes, we're going to be more right. serious. Yes, yeah, let's it's, sprinkle racism like it's just, nutmeg. Just a little, just a little, <sighs> little taste, little taste, you know. A sousson, mm-hmm, if you will, of exactly. intolerance. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm. <sighs> now, before I get too far afield, I do want to say that I will not be talking about any mass shootings or any of that sort that has been linked to the incel movement. Mm. So we don't have to worry about me talking about those heavy subjects. Well, that would take okay, you're too talking long. Like- well, yes, that is true. Uh, we'd also have to reference an event that happened actually in our city of Phoenix in Westgate uh, that happened two years ago. But not talking about those at all. Okay, I thought by mass shootings you were referring to circle jerks, but I my brain went in an entirely different trajectory. I'm no, sorry. no, this is actually the exact opposite of that for okay. incels. Yes, yeah. 
<laughs> so um, it's not the Republican National Convention. No, no, no. Okay. By any by by any means. Uh, first, I am not a professional journalist uh, that understands how to broach what? a topic as heavy. Bullshit. At, yeah, exactly. Um, I'm not one of those. I can't, Technically. I do not know how to broach a topic as intense as mass shootings and people dying in that. Uh, and second, as a personal choice, I refuse to use the names of those who have committed those heinous crimes, in part because of how the media glorifies those martyrs, air quotes martyrs, um, by focusing primarily on the perpetrator of the act, the media makes it more likely that someone will want to try and top the current tragedy. And that's why I won't use any names for the rest of this episode about people that have done that. I might touch tangentially on mass violence, but I won't be talking about it at all. Um, there's a common adage in the movement about beating high scores in relation to the number of victims in the shooting. And that's about as much as I would like to dive into that aspect of the incel movement. If you, the listener, would want more information regarding that side of the movement, I've included some YouTube channels that cover the darker side in much more detail and better than I could ever try. Now that we've gotten all that heavy stuff out of the way, we can talk about the incel movement themselves, or the incels themselves, what they think, what they know, and so on. Okay. They know? They well, they know some things, and they know they're not getting any, and that's what drives them crazy. I see. I'm going to say I, I significantly differ with the concept that they know anything, but we'll we'll leave that be for the. I time. mean, that's fair. That's fair. Um, as I mentioned, the world the word incel is a portmanteau. Did I get that right? You sure did. I applaud. Yeah! Um, for involuntarily celibate, uh, which I think is the most f- straightforward depiction of the movement. It's people, mostly but not completely confined to men, who bemoan their fate at being forever alone. But instead of using their hyper-intelligent brains full of facts and logic to look at the problem reasonably, uh, they'd rather place all the blame on the opposite sex, which most of the time are women. Are there any female incels? Yes, there surprisingly are. Actually, one of my sources was um, uh, an interview with several people who are... Uh, women who identify as incels that um, essentially say that they identify as incels, but they hate the fact that they are ostracized as incels because they are women. Oh my god! So okay, I suppose that was a sexist question for me to even ask. So no, I no, will I, just you know. Well, considering the inherent nature of incels and the fact that it's pretty much guys just bemoaning the fact that they can't get any. It's a good question to ask. Are there women that actually identify as incels within this movement? And yes, you are right. I also know my gender, which means that there is always a man willing to do anything, including farm animals. So, uh, yeah. I, I wish I could say we were getting into that, but whoa, my camera. <laughs> it, it died. It exploded. Ah! Your, your forehead has a gravitational pull now, and it's what just is going pulling on the with camera. It? Hold on. Okay. I'm, I gotta That's not a moon. <laughs> That's my wife. <laughs> okay. okay, that uh, yeah. Sorry. I, I love doing that. Like that's not to X, the that's family of, of former podcaster Michael. <laughs> uh, we offer our sincerest condolences for the violence that's about to be done to him. Uh I deserved it. Um so the idea that incels place all the brain blame blame all the blame of why they can't get some on women not themselves it it kind of reads like those early theories that i mentioned last time i presented on male impotence um where 
the reason the man couldn't get it up was because the woman wasn't hot enough. It kind of reads like that. Like, that was the first thing that popped in my head when I was doing research for this episode. I was like, hey, a connection to the last time I presented. So. I'm sorry that you just triggered the horrible Henry Zabrowski in me, and you're going to have to filter this because <laughs> once you said that, now I've just got a bad Henry character. I was like, why you press the brain on them? Why are you always pressing brain? So <laughs> you did this. Yeah. No, that's I. Yeah. Ran I, 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 I asked for it. I dressed. I dressed for it. You know, it's that sort of thing. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. Michael, are all your episodes this season going to be sex related? Is this your like sex series arc? I wish I could say no. <laughs> but the next one I have lined up is also tangentially related to this. So I guess, yes, this is my season arc. Okay, but- so season four is Michael So Horny. Oh, no. <laughs> I mean, oh, yes? No, oh, I, no. I, no. No. Oh, no. Uh-huh. No, no. No one wants to see that. Uh, the incel movement kind of reads the same way. It's not the incel's fault for remaining single. It's because women would rather go after chads instead of us normal folks. How is this possible, you may ask? Well, since these people believe in the whole facts and logic don't care for your feelings angle, uh, incels have to make up a whole mathematical justification for why no female would want to date them. There's an algorithm? (laughs) There is kind of an algorithm, yes. I'm going to warn the co-hosts and the audience to prepare (laughs) for cringe. My stars and garters. Exactly. We're diving headfirst into it. If people didn't have cringe kinks, they would not listen to this podcast. That's actually completely and entirely fair. So I'm revving them up and getting them ready. Oh. You know, take 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 out whatever you need to get yourself off. We're we're diving into cringe. Um I wrote specifically ready your cringe caps, y'all. Oh god. Is that it? Is it over? Was that the worst no. of it? No, th- th- I hadn't even started. I, I was preparing. To, I'm implementing a new buzzer now. <laughs> Caucasian alert. <laughs> Bunch of white nonsense. <laughs> I mean, white noise at me least. Entirely. <laughs> Both of those are very accurate statements to describe myself. I, okay, so I'm the black blur. You're a white noise. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the white noise. <laughs> and I don't want to be around anymore. <laughs> um, you're so, a poor poor. The poor poor. She's evolved. She's not just poor. She's poor squared. <laughs> I'm sorry. So exponential. <laughs> oh, no. Okay. So let's start with some numbers. Think back to college, maybe even high school. Remember the 1 to 10 scale of hotness. If you... Just saying that in general, you guys don't have to be part of it. You don't have to have done it when you're, et cetera. I was but, still chiseling into stone tablets when I was in school, you'll remember. <laughs> that's true. They hadn't invented sex when you were in high school. So I was with fair. Pebbles and Bam Bam, and we were learning lots. It's a living. I was, uh, I was tempted. I was tempted, but n- never mind. He's um, a seven, anyway. but he has a podcast. So that Four. makes him a two. <laughs> Fair. Uh, If you recall, for those who don't remember the hotness scale for some reason, uh, you would rate someone by how attractive they look, with 10 being essentially um, perfection and 1 being a featureless bag of jelly. I reside on a zero. 
I physically don't exist. You have so, no jelly? I have no jelly, no jam. jam. Gotcha. So you um, are a nut butter. I am a I am pecan <laughs> butter. I am the fancy butter. That's no butter nut, nut here. <laughs> Women, according to many incels, don't try to date to their attractiveness level and instead try to date several levels above theirs by artificially increasing their rating either through makeup or dressing provocatively. Whatever it takes to make them look way more attractive than they actually are, air quotes. For example, a woman who is rated a 5 by some arbitrary scale would try to put on makeup to boost their rating and go after a man rated 7 or 8. Thus, even for women on the lower end of the scale, i.e. 1s and 2s, they would still seek males of intermediate attractiveness, i.e. a rating of 4 or 5. Thus, those men who reside below this hypothetical arbitrary rating of 5, cough, incels, would not have a chance in hell even with the lowest rated woman. Incels believe that the world is governed governed by a feminist... I, I, I've typed this word several times, so let's see if I can get it. Gynocracy? Gynocracy, gynocracy yes. Gynocracy. <laughs> yes, a feminist gynocracy. Of all of the various uh, tarts and strudels. Gynocracy. It's, it's yeah. very good. Uh, Tangy I feel on like the they, back end. Yes, and they cook it a little bit longer, so it, it's got a little bit more crunch than you'd expect. It's mm-hmm. mwah, perfect with a cold brew in the morning. It's got a nice little like salty and sweet balance, and that's really what you want. You put a little bit of honey in that cold brew with mm-hmm. that gynocracy, just mwah. Perfect way to start your crispity, crunchy gynocracy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so incels believe that the world is governed by that feminist gynocracy, and they, the perpetual victims, when it should be in their eyes, the other way around. The generic incel subscribes to a transnational ideology characterized by male supremacy, oppression of women, and the glorification of male violence. These beliefs might not be shared by all within the movement, as there are as there are people of color called ethnocells. Yes, that is the correct one. There are specific names for those within specific regions, but I didn't write those down here because they are very racist. Um, so we have people of color called ethnocells and women called femcells. And we have gingers that are referred to as duracells, you know, it's copper top. <laughs> They keep going and going. Unfortunately. So these people of color and women also take the title of incel. Uh, surprisingly, people of color make up a silent majority within the incel movement. No. Uh, no, yeah, they don't. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. <laughs> I had a whole lie built up where I would explain that <laughs> J- China, Japan, and India are notorious for their large incel communities, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. No, it's... Um, there are there are people of color and women within the ranks of the sure. incel movement, mm-hmm. but it has been proven many many different times through many many different channels of research that the majority of incels are in fact white males, primarily from North America. No, exactly <laughs> the wildest thing you've ever seen. Now, I specifically mentioned that there are women incels or fem cells, but they are very much in the minority. 
So much so that the that many in the incel movement don't actually believe in them. They would rather <laughs> argue that they are vol cells or voluntarily celibate rather than the fact that they cannot get any. So they are so willing to throw out members of their own community just based off of the fact that they're women. And since they themselves can't get women, there can't be women in the group. Well, the reason for that is the women can still touch boobs. And, like, the incel guys, they can't touch any boobs. So, obviously, they don't fit in the same category. Disagree. Cheeto boobs do exist in myriad throngs in the incel movement. I can absolutely attest to this. Boobs are still boobs. You can quote me on that. (laughs) Best short ever. Moobs are still boobs. Done. (laughs) too legit to tit a case in point to prove this idea that incels don't believe in fem cells um the original subreddit r slash incels before it was taken down had a rule that stated those who continuously claim that there are fe- as many female incels in the same situation as male incels will receive a warning and then a ban so as soon as you're like hey you know women still you know should be in this movement they still exist they still you know just because they're women doesn't mean they always get all the things that they want Immediate warning, immediate ban. You I'm a bit incredulous about that. No, that's true. It was oh. a genuine rule that was listed in the incel subreddit. You can't talk about, like, it's like the first rule of Fight Club. You don't talk about fem cells. I mean, it's somewhat, it does deflate the movement to claim that there are individuals that share your, you know, struggles Bemoan when your you're trying when to the ostracize the other gender entirely. Exactly. Um, I hate that I didn't we, realize we, this. But Shane's dressed as the red pill and I'm dressed as the blue pill and I'm really upset now. <laughs> oh, shit. You're right. Shane is red pilled. And actually, it's funny because I'm wearing black. We'll get the, to that. In okay, a even better. So now we've got the, the Democratic Party, the Republican Party and, uh, you know, the independents all covered in one glorious visual pie chart here. Well, yeah, it this, this Has is actually quite funny. Taken like the Jeff Foxworthy stance with these individuals, I don't mean to get ahead of you, but just saying like, hey, you know, maybe women are great. You are a relatively attractive man. You're just an asshole. No, because if that was noted to the incel community and they actually processed that correctly, the whole movement would collapse. Yeah, some of, of you, and I speak from experience here, are just insufferable pricks. And no one wants to be around you, not even your family. They just keep you around because they can help get a greater check from the government. Oof. <laughs> True, but still oof. Um, it is... So you mentioned about ostracization. Ostracization, is that Yeah, yeah ostriches. Uh, I think the they're fantastic. turning someone into an ostrich. And then is- shooting them in Australia. Yes, because they're not emus. Emus are immune to bullets. Ostriches are Yeah, ostriches will catch them and die. It's terrible. Mm -hmm. They actually just swallow them. It's like turkeys that stare up into the sky when it rains and they choke and die. It's the same for ostriches. Yeah, emus are ostriches that wear heavy mascara and leather and listen to My Chemical Romance. Exactly. 
they're not okay. Um, they also wanted honesty because the person has never terrible. Name me, terrible. Name me done, one done. other My Chemical Romance song now, not provided to you by my. Mobile. I was about to say Helena, but that that literally is the opening line. If you wanted honesty. Mm-hmm. Oh, they came out with a recent song. They're actually coming back into vogue, and I can't remember. Not okay. State of Decay. So it's much, something similar. It's something similar. Write in the comments. Much like you, me, the please. song is dead. So, yes. moving on. <laughs> okay. It is so interesting that incels will go out of their way to exclude women dealing with the same isolating problem of loneliness. Especially considering that it was a bisexual woman who first coined the term incel. Surprising. No. Yes. yes <laughs> that's right. It is true. The male supremacy movement whose believers think that sex is their inherent birthright as men and that murder and rape are appropriate punishments for a society that they perceive as withholding sex from them was started by a woman. <laughs> The story of the incel movement begins in the long-ago year of 1997. <laughs> I'm, sorry. I'm sorry, Shane. I love doing that. Whenever it's something that's like earlier than the aughts. The long-ago year. Many, many eons ago. I said stop the damn match. Then. Uh, I mean, rumble in the family. cage. <sighs> Back then, we didn't have the... Fancy social medias like Facebook, Instagram, Tinder. Hell, even MySpace was a couple of years away. Alana. Alana? I think it's Alana. A-L-A-N-A. Alana. Alana? I would hope so. Okay. Alana Uh, Vagina. (laughs) Might be her last name. She actually doesn't use her full name for obvious reasons. It's Um, actually Alana Gynocracy. (laughs) (laughs) Gynocracy. Alana, anyway, Alana was in her mid-twenties and had just joined the dating scene in 1997. She called herself a late bloomer and thought that she could find other late bloomers just like herself. However, instead, because I wanted to put two of those words right there just to full stop twice. Bloomers? uh, Bloomers. um, Those are granny panties. Be a little more respectful. When you wear bloomers in public, uh, she came across stereotypes about the lonely virgin and people who thought it was weird that she hadn't dated anyone while she was in her teens. So she was despondent. In response to that idea that the stereotype that if you're in your 20s and you haven't already been in a relationship, you're kind of weird. She started the website, the Involuntary Celibacy Project. For those who got into the dating game later the most. Uh, During an interview, Alana described the website as a, quote, friendly place. A forum for men and women to talk about being lonely, where they could wonder aloud why they couldn't meet anyone. While Alana remembers a bit of anger and some men being clueless about how women were unique, individual humans. Sorry, I read that wrong. And some (sighs) humans... It's because I thought to myself, I'm reading it, and I'm not mispronouncing words, so I was proud of myself, and that's what distracted me, and so I failed. Hubris. <sighs> Hoisted by my own petard. While Alana remembers a bit of the anger, and, and some men being a bit clueless about how women were unique individual humans, it was generally a supportive place. Alana had given the, uni- the users... Genitally not a supportive place. But generally not. <laughs> generally, yes. 
Uh, Alana had given the us- users of her site. Wow. Why can't I say users? I can't say users. I can't say users. Alana had given the users. Users. <laughs> Jesus, did you just transport into Trump? Uh, the users. Alana had given the users of her site the name Inv Cells. Inv? The abbreviation Inv. Inv. IV or INV. Hustav. I-N-V-C-E-L. Inv cells. Uh, the abbreviation of involuntarily celibate. Uh, since that word rolls off the tongue as well as a cinder block, as evidenced by me being unable to say it, um, someone later suggested that the word incel was easier to say, which Alana agreed. In addition to the website, Alana also started a mailing list since this was the early internet and everyone was pretty much using mailing lists. Shane can probably attest to that. And uh, since they were trying to reach out to males, that seems reasonable. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) It took me a moment. Okay. I love the little light that comes into your eyes, Michael, when you, like, catch on. It's my favorite thing. Well, I'm glad someone gets to benefit off of my misery. Yeah. <sighs> it's also just a bad joke. We're just going to throw that I mean, out yes. There, I'm swinging. Yes. You're swinging. Like a mailing list. <sighs> she tiled the list in the cell before removing the V. Uh, and said that the is the problem, list- is the V was removed. That's the whole movement. Oh shit! I didn't even <laughs> just the the processing. Yeah, it's it's making complete sense now. V for vendetta. Remember, remember the fifth of November. Um, she said the mailing list was for quote anybody of any gender who was lonely, had never had sex, or hadn't had a relationship in a long time. Elena, during her college years, started becoming more comfortable with her identity, uh, later coming out as bisexual. She left the site in 2000, passing the website on to someone else. With her passing, and as time passed as well, uh, the community expanded, and other websites popped up. A loveshy.com and incel support. While incel support welcomed men and women and banned misogynistic posts, loveshy.com's base was overwhelmingly male. There was no banning going on. There was banning, surprisingly. So, because Alana was trying... Elena, I'm, you know, I might just switch the Alana name Alana is, is, is the reasonable for me. I'll go yes. with it. Alana was very specifically about just finding the support. While mm-hmm. there might be some people that were, you know, upset and angry at the opposite sex, she was trying to make it more inclusive in that way. And so incel support kind of carried on that legacy of trying to be more inclusive and including women. Uh, but loveshy.com did not. It was overwhelmingly male. And because this was the early aughts going into the later aughts, in addition to these two websites, can anyone guess what other website there was that an incel community sprung up, uh, one that saw increasingly overlap with the overwhelmingly male community of loveshy.com? 4chan. Uh, yes. 
Always comes to 4chan. It's always 4chan. Surprisingly, I did not know 4chan was one of those early adopters of the incel community. So, again, it seems like every uh, episode that I dig into occasionally delves into 4chan. It's I, weird. Is I don't this a lie? It. No, it's true. <laughs> 4chan. 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 4chan actually helped... Um, I almost said breed the incel community. It helped ferment the incel community <laughs> into the hateful hate machine that it is today. Nothing breeds the incel movement. This has yeah. been established. Ooh. Uh, so you can't get a rise out of them, though. It's not hard. You just have to be a woman and talk to them. Oh, it is um, hard. <laughs> well, yes. Once you are a woman and you talk to them, uh, like just saying hello or hi... Um, yes, it turns very hard. Uncontrollable very boners. <laughs> it's the 80s teen sitcom nobody wanted. <laughs> so, speaking of boners you never wanted, 4chan, uh, with its very much lack of moderation, um, attracted the most vitriolic of incels uh, as... I, I, I practice that. Uh, as 4chan pretty much endorses an increase in extremism in movements like the incels. Given that post with the mo- posts... Posts with the most. Posts. <laughs> posts with the most shocking or repulsive topics get more engagement than the tame ones. Uh, Reddit also helps serve the growing extremism of the incel movement for very much the same reason. Thankfully... For all you Redditors, Reddit had banned their incel community by removing r slash incels in 2017 and their success for excess, bleh, their successor r slash brain cells in 2019. <laughs> Thanks to Reddit actually moderating some of their users and the fact that a majority of incels actually migrated to uh, Reddit as opposed to 4chan. Uh, and the actions of other social media websites making efforts to ban incel communities, um, the incel community has all since disappeared and is a shadow of its former self. I also want to mention that the incel uh, community did decrease a lot with a lot of the mass violence that was perpetrated during the mid to late uh, tens. So, okay. I find that very difficult to believe. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah yeah it's bullshit it's a lie um reddit reddit does moderate some of their you know communities and stuff like that but we all know that social media cannot help but encourage extremism in their communities i mean look at facebook look at 2020 look at 2016 etc um incels have not faded from existence in fact the incel movement has become much more mainstream with elements of the movement blending into the manosphere umbrella term. Uh, the manosphere, in a nutshell, is a social media movement that emphasizes toxic masculinity and encompasses not just incels, but men's rights activists, uh, men going their own way, or MG Tau, uh, i.e. men opposed to relationships entirely, and one of our favorite groups, the pickup artists. I mean, yes. I don't feel like we've endorsed the pickup artists <laughs> so much well, as they've brought guess, us hours of entertainment at the yes. very least. Yes, yeah. Um, <laughs> our favorite groups because of the engagement that erupts from it. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, yeah, 
poor choice of words. Man, you're just um, rolling all over these this evening. Hoo-wee. Uh, depending on how successful this episode is, as in whether you guys enjoyed it, don't care about the views. Oh, I'm delighted. Then I can do other episodes uh, covering other facets of the Manosphere, because the content creators in that section are utter cringe, as opposed to the normal cringe of the incels. <sighs> it gets worse? So, it gets worse. I've, I've been on kind of a rabbit hole with the Manosphere community recently and it is just terrible 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 stuff um i don't even want to go into detail because i'd rather leave it as a spoiler for other future episodes now uh because incels are a group of sexually frustrated teens and 20 somethings that interact with each other primarily through the internet of course there's going to be memes i kind of tripped on that word there i was There's going to be memes. 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 To just get dig real into that tasty meme. It's there. all memingless. Ugh. If you recall my intro from however many minutes ago where I mentioned the Matrix, uh, specifically the scene with the red and blue pills, you might see where this is going. The incel movement and the manosphere writ large has pretty much co-opted the idea of the red pill. Now, before the co-hosts or anyone that comments screams at me about the real meaning behind the red and blue pills, I understand how paradoxical this co-opting is. It was confirmed, and I did actually read into it because I was curious, by Lily Wachowski, one of the Wachowski sisters, that the red pill represents an allegory for transgender people, and that the red pill was supposed to be something closer to an introspection of the self, to see past your public self and to understand who you are on the inside, which I thought was really awesome um so of course the people who don't understand that messaging within uh within the matrix would take the red pill to mean an outwardly awakening to see beyond the illusion of male privilege and to finally learn that feminism has given women too much power over men and that male privilege does not exist people actually believe this bizarre this red pilling is not specific to incels but rather the entire manosphere and even in some other alt-right circles. The incel community, though, took red-pilling, which is the term for, you know, taking the red pill, a step further, by extending the analogy to include a black pill, which I now completes the whole circle. Um, getting black-pilled is much more common in the uh, incel community, wherein you just not you see not just past the illusion of male privilege, but rather adopt a, quote, profoundly sexist ideology that amounts to a fundamental rejection of women's sexual emancipation, labeling women as shallow, cruel creatures who, cho- who will choose only the most attractive men if given the choice. That's Essentially, true. That's not a lie. Well, I guess you can call me Blackfield because now I understand. Um, God, that sounded so cringe coming out of my mouth. Uh, I mean, human beings in general will typically choose the most attractive individuals possible given the opportunity. Yeah. I don't know yeah. anyone who's running around going, please give me someone who is just grossly disfigured in an accident in their childhood. I want someone whose lip is essentially sewn to the upper portion of their forehead. Like, come on. 
You got to be out there somewhere. Give me, give me the chin, the deformed chin of the Habsburgs, just in, in incest for days, man. Somewhere <laughs> out there, <laughs> beneath the pale blue, beneath chin. a surgical scalpel. <laughs> the incel, com- or I'm sorry, essentially. Uh, being blackpilled is intense fatalism and defeatism for the average incel. They believe that since they are a sub five or below a rating of five in the attraction scale, they will never have a relationship. And because they try to keep this scientific, try to justify this defeatism with a variety of tools, including phrenology. Yes. Oh. The 1800s thing where the size of your skull actually determines your level of intelligence. Um, I didn't delve too much into that because that would have involved reading actual incel blogs and articles. And I just, I did not want to lose those brain cells. Don't blame you. Yes. Um, I shit you not is what I wrote next. The reason why you'll never get a girlfriend is because of your biology. You are unattractive because of your facial structure, are too pale, read white, uh, too scrawny, or even too smart. Uh, Whereas getting red-pilled means that you see past the illusion, you still have the opportunity to fight back against the feminist gynocracy by cheating the system and making yourself more attractive to up your attractiveness level. So this cheating is completely fine if you're male, but is just completely uncalled for if you are a female so men can boost their attractiveness level but when women do automatically just whores or sorry sex workers so yes um those words are a lot lighter than the other things that people have said in incel communities i can't imagine yeah so those who are black pilled on the other hand comparing to the red pill where they still have hope um, don't have that hope at all. They don't think that there is any way out of their situation, and they are damned to be forever alone, or in their community, F.A., for short. Those who have taken the black pill are left with few options, according to the researchers at the Anti-Defamination... No, sorry. Defamation. Defamation. <laughs> I don't know why I was saying defamination. Well, that's so, how you get incels, but... I mean, that's true. Anti... Anti-defeminization. Feminization? It's like the two the two negatives would cancel each other out, right? So they'd be the Feminization League? Anyway. Um, those who are black-pilled, who just completely ignore that. <laughs> the Feminization those- League, by the way, one of my absolute favorite uh, you know, progressive rock bands of the 80s. I'd listen to them. Yeah. yeah. Really great synth um, pop. It's fun stuff. Love me that synth. Um, those who are black pilled can give up on life, um, referred to as L, <laughs> referred to as LDAR or lie down and rot. Um, that's one of their options. The other <laughs> options that they can do are go commit on alive mm-hmm. or go commit mass violence. Firstly, and, and I'm just going to take a moment because go it's important it. to clarify. We are not encouraging self-harm in any way, shape, or form. No, we are not. being comedic for entertainment yes. value. Yeah. And I do not want anyone doing anything to themselves, even the Republicans. Don't be blackpilled. Hope, believe in yourself that you can rise above the occasion and get yourself a GF. Because everyone can find themselves 
a significant other. You don't require a significant other to have worth. Uh, okay, I'm just I mean, gonna. I, I'm not. You, yeah, I'm not refuting on, you here. I'm just telling You're, you. You can live a life, you know, irrespective of your sexuality or entanglements with other human beings. In fact, isolationism can be very lovely, and I have endorsed it for years. So if you have an opportunity, spend some time alone. No one's going to criticize your technique. You're right. No, you're right. I was trying to cater to their ideology by saying that they can, you know, find a love well, of their, their life. ideologies right. twisted. You are completely and wholly correct. Um, you don't need that in your life. You can find happiness however you want to find happiness. You don't need someone else to give you the happiness that you are so desperately craving. And in fact, I will steal a quote from Our Lady Peace, who probably co-opted it from someone else, but happiness is not a fish you can catch. Exactly. True. So, where was I? Oh, yes. The term getting blackpilled is not the only phase in the phrase, phase, phrase. It's a phase. phrase. Yeah. I almost went down a dark path. It's not the only phrase in the incel lexicon. Oh, At you went to point, set phasers to kill as well? Yes. Okay. Yes, I did. All right. Yeah. I am wearing um, a red shirt, so here's hoping. <laughs> oh, no. Please don't be part of the... No. No red shirts. Um, at this point, if you haven't already had your cringe cap on, I definitely recommend putting it on now and make sure it's nice and tight so it's not lost on this whirlwind adventure. We'll start with the lighter stuff, stuff that you've probably heard before. We know about chads. We all know about chads. The most I don't attractive know about chads. I know a Chad, but I don't think I know about Chads. <laughs> chads are a term to describe the most attractive of the males. Oh, they're also things that will lose you elections in Florida. <laughs> I almost said yes, but I actually don't get the reference. So Wow, the 2000 election was absolutely lost on you, but of course you were I mean, still in your die dies, so I, I can <laughs> I mean, understand. I was I was nine, so yes, I was still in my die dies. Yes, that was the yeah. you know the eighty second election that I had voted in by that time, and it was just <laughs> well, a complete considering, calamity. Considering you invented the whole i the whole idea behind the election process in the United States. I, I mean, also you came up with the electoral college. I did, and that, that's why I'm the only supporter it has left. Uh, <laughs> I also he created. <laughs> he also, also went to the electoral college. <laughs> I was raised in it, molded by it. Right. I also created the electronic voting system that everybody is so down on these days as well. So. <laughs> Ooh, Call just... me Cro-Magnon, will you? <laughs> <laughs> um, so now we all know about Chad's, but have you heard about Stacy's? Stacy's are a catch-all phrase for women who incels consider to be the top tier of attractiveness. Well, their moms also have got it going on. True. They do. I mean, Stacy's mom is all I want, and I've been waiting for so, so long. I but would have Stacey, thought they would have called them like see. skippers or something. <laughs> well, I mean, for Barbie fans out there, you know, little sister, don't mm -hmm. you? I mean, I, I'm a Barbie girl. No, I'm not. Anyway, 
I do appreciate Steve. your incorporating, I'm you trying. know, what musical references you have to hand. It's like, I got uh, this. I, ever since you called me out about trying to be more, like, improv, I've been trying and practicing that in real life, so I feel like I'm making a better progress. You're also sambaing, which I think is I'm also, also very important. Doing the shoulder action Dance break here. for the for disinformed podcast. Just imagine I'm doing a really cool dance here. I look forward to the shorts that this is going to oh, wind up in because oh, I shorts, know it's people happening. People are going to be downvoting this like hell. Anyway, Not possible. Uh, <laughs> bet <laughs> if this gets a hundred dislikes, um, <laughs> I'm, I'm the opposite of a YouTuber. Instead of people calling for likes, I'm calling for dislikes. Well, I just um, want to dance with somebody. I want to feel the heat with somebody. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yes! <laughs> anyway, so we got Stacy's, a catch-all phrase for women who incels consider to be the top tier of attractiveness. Their moms also got it going on. It is known. Uh, they are typically described as athletic, sexually experienced, and most importantly, blonde. Stacy, really? In- yes. Okay. Blonde. Blonde, yes. So, I total added fight that at club. The end. All right. Yeah, I thought that would, like, okay, athletic, sexual experience, okay, sure, but blonde, like, it was very specific about being blonde. Um, incels have established a whole hierarchy of males from the most attractive to the least. We'll start with alphas. They are the men who get all the sex and affection their heart desires. Uh, they are popular, tall, athletic, and most importantly, dominating oh not blonde <laughs> no it, that it do, hair color is not specific surprisingly in the hierarchy of males in the hierarchy of women females yes blonde is important well, yeah because we're already at a disadvantage so obviously like you have to throw in another characteristic exactly yeah. well, or brunettes gingers anyone else if gosling's turn as ken has taught us anything it's sometimes blonde can be too much not to the incels. Stacy's all are blonde. Um, <laughs> where was I? Incels believe that having a dominating personality is what separates the alphas, aka chads, from the rest of the male population. The term alpha comes from exactly where you'd expect, the established social structure of wolf packs, with the alpha male being the leader of the pack. It is known, it has been cataloged, it has been proven it's scientifically. It's been disproven scientifically. Yes. So people right. aren't specifically <laughs> referring to Brave New World and Aldous Huxley's great sci-fi works? You That that implies that they've read that book. And if or they've are read anything, capable of reading it all. If they've read anything, it's most certainly Ayn Rand. So there you uh, go. Ayn Rand? Ayn Rand! So Iron he, Rand. It's like Iron Man, but anyway. <laughs> um, yes, you were right, Courtney. It is that is bullshit. The established social structure of wolf packs, alpha male, and all that stuff. Yes, I know. I've said it. I'm fairly certain I've said yeah, it in previous have. episodes. But the okay, cool. Yeah. <laughs> the idea of alpha males and wolf packs came from studying captive wolves in zoos, and the social structure that we all know today came from those observations. It is not the same structure of wolves in the wild where wolf packs are generally just familial units. Uh, any of the adult wolves are just pups or children that have not split off from the pack yet. Um, by the time the concept of alpha males was found to be artificial, it had already been accepted by the general population as true, and it never went away. Caesar Milan has lied to me. 
Uh, yeah, exactly. Um, well, that is a little bit different. Ju- well, I, Dog you know packs what? are I, different than wolves. Yes, I got you. Uh, yes, and also they're still domesticated as opposed to wild wolves. But, you know, that's something that I don't know enough to say. So I'm going to shut my mouth and continue onward. <laughs> Betas, the next step down, do not have the attractiveness and dominant behavior as alphas. But they still have the confidence, which is important. Betas will use this confidence to successfully navigate the friend zone. According to incels, they will befriend Stacys who are dating Chads slash alphas and essentially become their confidant. Once the alpha breaks up with the Stacy for one reason or another, the betas will pounce, successfully emerging from the friend zone as the Stacy's new rebound boyfriend. Incels typically don't consider themselves as betas, in part because betas have to have a degree of socialization where they can actually talk to women, and incels typically don't. Uh, beta women refer are referred to as Beckys, which is true, uh, in the same way that Stacys are referred to as alpha females. Which I thought was an interesting name. Like you have Chads, you don't have the ste- you don't have the step below, but you have Stacys and then you have Becky. So I thought that was just the weirdest thing. But you know what? I don't try and I don't try and understand what their hierarchies are and their names and labels. I'm just reporting it. Well, I think we have to make a, an addendum now that's commensurate. So the step down from Chad's or John's. <laughs> you know what? I like it. It's canon now. Okay. Bam. That makes more canon. sense than the fish. The- yeah. Mm-hmm. It's canon fodder, in fact. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Deltas are the next male classification, even though it's not the next letter in the Greek alphabet. Uh, again, Oh, bizarre. They, there's yeah. no they there's no logic in this place. They yeah. don't have 26 levels of of male hierarchies. <laughs> I wish they did though. Um, oh, well, so you you see, gammas yeah. are actually slightly less cunning than betas, so they have a chance at failing, whereas betas always have a chance of getting the Stacy. Um, uh, gammas actually are better at getting uh, Becky's uh, as opposed to Stacy's because Becky's are usually, you know, when they get friend zone, they're usually a lot more amicable towards failures from that come from gammas. Okay, so I think I can boil down the entirety of your <laughs> presentation here in saying that the incel movement is essentially when the behavioral sink meets up with the pickup artists. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> They just wind yeah. up eating each other in the corner of a cage where they're desperately trying to get across the, you know, little chute that's been established between the cells. So this is the the third part in that trilogy. Okay. We started with the pickup artistry. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we went to the behavioral sink, which was episode 26, 27. I can't remember. Or somewhere around comment, that. Yes. Whatever. Uh, and then this is the trilogy. This is actually the part three. So we actually have, by extension, beat John and his like gap between his part one and part two with Deer Hunter. If I so, knew anything about you, Michael, I knew that you were an expert in delay gratification. Oh yeah, uh, I, I'm still delaying my own gratification. Indeed. I won't let that happen. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. Tantric. Uh, so, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so back onto deltas. Um, they do not have the cunning of the betas, uh, nor really anything of the alphas. They're the general run-of-the-mill guys, the perfect five out of ten, if you will. Oh, not even the head cheese yet. Okay. 
Oh, no, no, no. Uh, some red-pilled incels consider themselves deltas, uh, one or ones who have recently joined the movement or those who have had a relationship in the past. So pretty much the fresh incels, the ones who have just joined the community, most likely consider themselves deltas. Uh, next, we have the Omicrons, much further down the <laughs> Greek alphabet than expected. Uh, these are the majority of red-pilled incels. The average Omicron has very little social skills with women, essentially only able to answer basic questions and can sometimes engage with women in a professional capacity. And when I mean co- professional, I mean... They pay they them? Talk- no, 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 no. That's Those are deltas and betas. No, no, no. They can't pay them anything. Um, they can talk to them at like rest restaurants or red like rum. fast food, red rum. They can talk to them at restaurants. <laughs> I killed them. <laughs> ah, they can they can talk to them whenever it's like a customer employee interaction. Like, would you like fries with that? that okay. Sort of thing. Well, Courtney's yes. calling bullshit on this whole thing. I don't think it's Omicron. I think it's a different name. Actually, it doesn't exist at all. This whole yeah. idea of the Omicron and this. This aspect of the incel culture does not exist. Okay. So you're right. Um, to finish this out, uh, th- this is also where many of the physical qualities of the sub five group become more dominant sloped, weak shoulders, hunchbacks, an asymmetrical face, too pale, etc. Because <laughs> these are actual things that people prescribe or that people believe prevents them from meeting women I'm over here with my sloped shoulders and asymmetrical face and i just can't get a girlfriend Ex- exactly but yes you're right omicrons don't exist omegas are the final group which is the <laughs> alpha omega etc yes yeah there you go um they cannot function socially in the presence of a female period i wrote period full stop <laughs> Um, it is the assumed category for black-pilled incels. All the stereotypes that you might know about geeks, nerds, etc. fall into this category. That's pretty much all there is to say about Omegas. Um, excluding the hierarchy, um, so I'm now talking about other terms that they use, uh, we have normies, which is why I was kind of sad that John wasn't here, considering he has said normies a fair amount of times. Mm. Um, that's just people who aren't incels. Um, incels are generally hostile towards normies, oh. which explains a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, to quote the now banned subreddit, brain cells. Um, the term simp is also used in some incel circles. Um, but that word is used more by the entire manosphere than just incels alone. The same goes for the term white knight, uh, defined as, quote, a male who attempts to gain the favor of or engage in sexual relations with females, who treats these females as, and these words are cap or uh, capitalized, yes, yes, are capitalized innocent, delicate, beautiful goddesses. So each one of those is capitalized. Uh, who are in constant need of, and these are capitalized as well, protection, defense, and social support. Uh, where the needs and pleasing of females is top priority in the male's life. That is a white knight. So Ugh. I can reread that definition again if you yeah, guys no, thank never you. say that again. Because I okay, I it's... had to break that up just so you guys Scrub can the understand the emphasis. Nobody needs yeah, to know that. Yeah, it's Awkward. staggeringly clear what they would ascribe to certain individuals' behavior of just being respectful of their partner. Yeah. Um 
So if you thought that was cringe, um, some of the more cringe-worthy names and um, labels are ones like femoids, uh, an obviously dehumanizing term for women. Um, my my favorite term out of all these other ones, in part because it is a painfully descriptive label, but also because it highlights the absolute lack of sexual knowledge these incels have, is the label roasties. Have you guys heard of that label? No. Can you think what that, can you like just guess what that means? Roasties. <laughs> God, it hurts I'm to say I'm pretty it. sure that's a food <laughs> item, but... You are on the right track. Oh, okay. So it's individuals who will share dildos with one another. No. Uh, no. Oh, damn. And I'm pretty sure that <laughs> it's a it's normally filled with meat. You're you're getting closer. Yeah, I think that's where we're going with this. Okay. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah, I'll, instead of having you painfully guess yeah. and, and stab at the dark, the label roasties is applied to sexually active women, in part because according to incel lore. The labia minora begins to resemble roast beef after a woman becomes sexually active. Yeah. I'm just going to take a knee for a minute here. (laughs) That's un-American. You can't do that. I don't care. (laughs) Yes. So um, some of these next ones, because I'm just going to move on here. Oh, okay. Um, No, I was going to say, get me some, you know horseradish and some arby's sauce I'll yeah i was thinking sauce, arby's yeah. as well mm, horsey sauce <laughs> and then i've got the meats <laughs> at the oh, very no. least the meat sweats oh no even worse <laughs> what some repellent the- human waste we are discussing this evening <laughs> And I never cease to be shocked by just how far we can fall from God's grace, if I may steal John's phrase. <laughs> yeah. Um, when I was like, let's do some fun, you know, like Johnson to the insult movement. How bad could they? Oh, no God. Such thing. Oh, it gets worse. Oh, no. Oh, oh, geez. Um, some so, of yeah. us happen to really enjoy labia, regardless of its shape, size, texture, or. I'm going to stop right there before I get any further down the rabbit hole here, but uh, just show some goddamn respect. Exactly. All labias are beautiful. They're I will say, though, there is a a movement on TikTok, though, where girls call them meat curtains, so I don't know that, like, (laughs) it's that offensive. That that I appreciate just (laughs) by virtue. I feel like it is just calling bullshit on everyone else's like labels for it i feel like it is just satire yeah um but i love it meat curtain accepted roasties no even better raptor vag (laughs) (laughs) what go look that up it's a a glorious stand-up bit Uh, that uh i'm gonna i have forgotten the uh the comedian's uh handle but it's one of melissa's favorite bits and it, okay. it tickles me if to melissa death. likes it then it has to uh, be courtney's doing some research for oh, later no. on this evening i i'm sure of it oh yes goodness gracious so some of these next ones um feel like they've been stolen straight out of the pickup artist handbook oh no. uh we have mogging 
uh, which refers to the act of eclipsing another person in terms of physical appearance, uh, which immediately undermines the efforts of the eclipse male to get some. Uh, we got looks maxing, uh, which is the attempt at enhancing your appearance by getting a haircut, dressing nicely, and working out. Uh, more extreme ways of looks maxing involve taking steroids and plastic surgery. Plastic. Plastic. <laughs> plastic. plastic. Uh, for those who are doing the, I, I had to do the research before we get into it. It's uh, Eliza Schlesinger. Uh, is the yeah. comedian. She's fantastic. Rolls Special off fabulous. the tongue. Yeah, so. Mm. yeah, so looks maxing, uh, taking steroids and plastic surgery, but hey, you know, anything to get promoted from a uh, three to a four, am I right? Is that really what they call um, it? Looks maxing? Yes. Yes. Um, I think it's, <laughs> in my personal opinion, because I play D&D, there is a term <laughs> called min-maxing. Yes. Which is the idea of making your character as strong as possible in whatever categories that you're maxing out. So if you want a beefy character, you want to max strength. If you're wanting, you know, a smart character, you want to max intelligence, that sort of thing. So I feel like it's taking from that, but that might be giving them more credit than they deserve. So <laughs> I feel like you're trying to they're... say that they have superior intellect, though, and like this is what they're coming up with. I mean, I did kind of allude to that at the beginning when I said that they are supreme intellects that believe that uh, facts and logic do not care about your feelings, because I did explicitly say that. All the Shapiro fans in here can just go find commit some feet. on a live. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Touch grass. Yeah. The, you Better. know, the other thing that they're not taking into account here is there are some sexual side effects that come from steroid usage. So... You may be defeating the whole purpose here because you may finally reach the summit. You may have eclipsed all of your greatest aspirations and then no woman, it, no cry. <laughs> so, it can't go up. It's permanently dead. My balls are so tiny. <laughs> but hey, if it gets you to uh, a four instead of a three... Is it worth My it? My traps are huge, though. <laughs> <laughs> um, there are a chunk of incels who are neets. N-E-E-T-S for plural. Um, short for... <laughs> I, I'm losing my train. I'm losing my thread. Neat. N-E-E-T. It's an acronym. <laughs> I'm 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 pushing through. I'm barreling forward. It's short for not in education, employment, or training. So what? they aren't doing really anything with their life. Okay, Chevron employees. Uh, okay, gotcha. No, because that would be employment. <laughs> uh, and that's not what they're in. Yes. Okay. Um, got it. Yeah. So this term, a neat, uh, gets to the point that most incels are at. They are sad, depressed, and lonely individuals with very little, if any, life prospects. And can't afford ice. No, they can't. Um, they don't have much to live for, which is why it is so easy to convince these people to join the incel movement. What else do they have to lose, especially if they think the incel movement is a supportive community? Wait. Spoiler, it isn't. <laughs> um, and that is why the primary... Or that is the primary reason why the incel movement is here to stay. 
regardless of its size. As long as there is a gamer, a geek, a otaku, and utaku, sorry, I had to be, you know, grammatically correct, there will always be someone who bemoans their fate at being eternally alone. Add in the instant gratification of the internet, and those individual loners can congregate into something more terrifying. A group of sexually frustrated and internet-savvy men who have nothing to lose. Ooh-woo. Ooh-woo, indeed. Bring me your hungry, your poor, your huddled <laughs> masses. frustrated. Seeking sexual liberation. Ooh. <sighs> to close out this episode, I want to bring up Elena again. And bring down the curtains. Exactly. The meat curtain. No, no, no iron curtain here. Just the meat curtain. Uh, closed off Europe for a whole half a century. Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Mr. Putin, bring down that wall. My sides. <laughs> so, Elena got back into helping these incels and everything by creating the Love Not Anger Project in 2018, which conducted, past tense, research into how lonely people might find respectful love instead of being stuck in anger. I was originally going to end out by saying if you need help and support, you can go to this website, and it is still going to be linked into the show notes, but I will add that the project has been inactive since November of 2019. Uh, Elena had gotten into a more difficult aspect of her life in terms of her job, and she couldn't handle the constant depression coming from trying to take people from this incel movement and move them into a more positive aspect of life. So, (laughs) the website still has all of its articles up for your reading pleasure, uh, and I will close out by reading a section of their vision. Quote, We envision a society where everyone can find the love that they want, while respecting other people. According to our recent survey results, many people of all genders find themselves lonely, unable to find dating or sexual partners for many reasons. Nobody is entitled to sex, but everybody deserves love and respect. Can we help find each other happiness instead of descending into anger, hatred, and violence? And that is how I will end this episode on incels and the sexual frustration felt by them all. Wow. Yeah. So... (laughs) You guys got a lot of lies. <laughs> well, I'll just start by saying I'm that. giving Courtney more credit than I'm taking here. I was mostly making bad jokes. Uh, I feel like she might have some sort of like connection through people she might have known in the past in <laughs> incels because she felt like I felt like you had like a more innate understanding of incels than I did I when you were like. Nah, people of color, no, they're not a majority. Uh, Omicron, that, that isn't a term that they use. Like, I think it's all TikTok learning. I, every so often I'll get a video of a girl being like, what the fuck is this? And then I'll sit there and watch yeah. it because I'm like, yeah, what the fuck is that? What's going on? <laughs> and then before you know it, you're 10 of those TikToks in and you're like sipping your like third drink because you're like, good God, what are these people doing? Uh, well, you know um, what's so funny though is it's, <laughs> 
I always thought like the most cringy comparison of the Matrix was like the Christian faith, but this like tops that by a lot. Wait, people have taken the Matrix and interpreted like in red pill, blue pill, baby. (sighs) Yeah. Okay. I mean, granted, I feel like that isn't as bad because it isn't like it isn't directly subjecting male and female societal norms. Whereas like the red pill aspect of like the incel movement and this general manosphere like completely is like the opposite of the original intention of the matrix. Right. Uh, So yeah. Okay. I can see what you're saying there, but I've never thought of that before. uh, Contrary to the color of my shirt, I will say (laughs) that I am in fact, Blue, da ba dee da ba da. <laughs> if I was green, I would die. Yeah, <laughs> that's one of their lines. I know. I <laughs> heard this has you. Been such a good episode for Michael. <laughs> green pill me, Daddy. Uh. You know what makes me sad? <laughs> oh no! On, oh no! On, on, on a little introspection is that I have now figured out what Michael's lane is. Oh, no. And it's like I'm catering to just, you know, the worst <laughs> of musical examples. And this was me who was, like, championing Bush a few episodes back. Hey, hey, hey. I love Bush. I'm, I'm okay, taking I was it. Like... Now, that's the band, not the presidents, mind you. Well, y- yes, yeah, I knew oh, exactly I what you were talking about. it was the other thing. Oh, feminine grooming habits? I mean, it depends on the circumstances. Yes. Bushes are fine. Roast beef doesn't make sense. (laughs) Okay, we can strip that from the record. Anyway, continue, Shane. I'm just saying, love the lips you're with. That's all. Just trying to drive at here. But yeah, no, I'm I'm very despondent that uh, I seem to have drilled into your musical taste pipeline, and it just keeps springing up horrible, horrible vats of material at me. I am sorry. Yeah. Well. So, lies. It's the impression that <laughs> um, I get. No, I, I skipped like several... Fuck, I, I did that wrong. I did the run wrong. It's I did fine. The riff You're wrong. fine. Uh, don't ha- you, you don't, don't have to fucking... knock on wood. It's fine. <sighs> That's the. Imp- I almost said the same one. Yeah, yeah. I'm glad I haven't let. let it, I gl- I'm glad I haven't yet let it knocked die. on let wood. It die. Okay. Anyway, lies done. I'm I'm passing myself off. Okay. I don't so, have any the- further stabs. Uh, I can't okay. conjure a, a single thing that's going to be any less ludicrous than what I've heard. Okay. Courtney, any other stabs? No, I'm good. Okay. So the first lie, people co- color make up a silent majority in cell movement. Yeah, that's that's a lie. Um there are people, you know, from various cultures, etc. that do believe in it. Uh but a primary or a majority of those are white cishet males from North America. Yeah, I'm just going to say so. white people are the least interesting on the planet <sighs> in general. Yeah. Having met many and and having been an unfortunate member of the group. Uh, Same. (laughs) I honestly love just leaning over to people and be like, white white people, people, am I right? (laughs) (laughs) 
Uh, fuck. Okay, so next lie. Uh, Reddit moderating and, you know, banning incel communities and all that stuff. Yeah, that's true. The social media doesn't give a shit. They'd rather just encourage the, you know, extremism. Uh, let's see. Next one. Um, you called that one as well. That is the, uh, social hierarchy of wolf packs, uh, being completely discredited, uh, within about 20 years of the first, like, book that popularized it. Um, going so far as the original person who published the book that popularized, uh, the alpha male, um, for the rest of his life, um, fought against it and tried his best to get that removed as, uh, just a popular conception of wolves. Um, so you actually missed a couple of lies. I lied about betas. <laughs> uh, betas are true. That is a true accepted lexicon and hierarchy in the male social structure um but they aren't the sneaky people that kind of like jump on when alphas abandon the stasis um it's it's not that segmented um betas are typically not confident and generally submissive um they might get some but nowhere near as much as the alphas deltas don't exist <laughs> not not a thing no run in the mill um omicrons don't exist there's only three established um, levels in the hierarchy according to incels. You have alphas, you have betas, and you have omegas. Okay. So you just go zero, or you go from ten and nine to zero. So I feel like John um, would have got that one because he's always saying beta male cut. I think he would have mm-hmm. knew. Probably yes, we but just you know, got them mo beta blues. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, some incels refer to themselves either as Omicrons, or not Omicrons, sorry, Omegas. <laughs> I skipped it. Um, refer to themselves either as Omegas, or some of them actually do refer to themselves as Betas. Um, but those occasionally, if they start flaunting it, they get called voice cells or voluntarily celibate or just not incels in general. Um, in the incel community, if you aren't referring to yourself as sub five omegas that won't get anything and will spend the rest of their life forever alone, you kind of get ostracized from it. You know, just at case in point, when talking about females and the fem cell, you know, subcategory within the incel movement, they're pretty much ignored. They're like Bigfoot, you know. So <laughs> I feel like you're taking shots at me here since we have discussed at length frequently my having been voluntarily celibate for a good portion of my 20s. I, you know, when I was writing this, I was like, I honestly was asking myself, would Shane have fit into this category? And I don't think you would. I don't think. Oh, you no, would have I definitely identified- wouldn't have. Because, uh, <laughs> exactly. yeah, there's uh, there was. It- plenty of not sex i was having with people <laughs> that just didn't yeah. involve my genitals so exactly. that's the um, yeah uh, it kind of you, breaks the rules there unfortunately you would have you would have looked at this movement and been like okay and then just moved on with your life um yeah no i, I, I mean uh, the, like completely been, honest yeah. like my whole experience this is absolutely not to get off on a tangent also a terribly it. poor turn of phrase. In my experience, <laughs> when I was dating people, it actually was more of an aphrodisiac to say I was a virgin by choice and didn't want to have sex. Hmm. 
Like it, it became like the mountain to climb for people that I was dating. Of it, like it was a challenge of like, oh well, you just haven't met me yet. <laughs> and, and like, huh. it, so it actually became more problematic for me to talk my way back out of situations where there's like, are you? Did you really like? It, so yeah, I had more conversations about like <laughs> you know, you've got too much personality for that, and like, well. <laughs> <laughs> God told me it was wrong and I believed it. <laughs> so yeah, um, no, it's it's just it's bizarre. I, I say that for not any braggadocious means, but just saying like I don't believe any of these individuals claiming this to be reality have actually ever had a conversation with another human being about this in any way, either being self-deprecate like there are so many ways to pitch this. <laughs> Where yeah. it's not just like, well, I can't get a girlfriend. Never gonna have <laughs> sex. It's like, oh, yeah, you're doing a hell of a selling job, friend. Exactly. Like, just like, if people generally want to be around you, you can arouse feelings in many ways. Just emotional attachment, let alone anything that can be chemical. So, yeah, I, I, mean, I find with all the chemicals this between us. I can appreciate that, and nothing, uh, nothing hurts <laughs> like your mouth. Uh, but yeah, yeah, no, I, I, I agree wholeheartedly, and I don't want to get into a, a long tangent about that as well. But I agree with you. Okay, completely. well, I appreciate that. So, it's always best. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it is true to agree. Or with I'll you. chastise I, you publicly and get uh, some folks angry at me on YouTube. So, well, I mean, you do that anyway, whether I agree with you or not. Yeah, but. By agreeing with you, it lessens the amount. No one has fun when I'm around. (laughs) I mean, it is known, but it didn't need to be brought up. (laughs) Uh, And and that is that is those are my lies. Okay, (laughs) you done good. I realized I didn't. It was good. It's very entertaining. Um, I enjoyed it immensely. Um, I did. I was debating for the longest time turning it into a two-parter and going more in-depth with the sort of terminology and the idealization of it. But I realized that that might... um, What is the term? What is the term that I'm thinking of? It might idolize them too much um, and make that, like, raise them on a pedestal. Uh, and I didn't want to do that necessarily. I don't want to do that at all. Yeah, with- <laughs> uh, Not necessarily. I don't want to do that at all. I don't know why I said necessarily. So... <laughs> Um, so I, I kept it to one episode, but there is still that teaser that I can do more research into other aspects of the manosphere. That term, for for some reason, just, it makes me think of like a revoltingly misshapen testicle. (laughs) Uh, actually, one of the, before in earlier editions of this script, I was going to talk more about the manosphere, and I said the fear part, the sphere part of the manosphere is just a giant hairy testicle. Okay. So I'm glad we're on the same wavelength. Oh, uh, nuts. <laughs> exactly. So, yeah. Okay. Well, uh, it is immensely appreciated and a delightful time, which is what incels are incapable of providing anyone oh, otherwise. No. So oh. I, I appreciate you uh, helping to, to shine a light into the uh, dark corners that are the internet. I try. I I feel like that is more my lane than anything else I've been doing. I feel like talking either about like analog horror, just just random internet culture has been like more 
enjoyable, like enjoying, enjoyable, enjoyable. Mm-hmm. Is that the word? Enjoyable for myself. You can't see like, it, but I, I, I just pressed F. So, <laughs> oh wait, is it in the chat? It it is not in the chat. Well, I, I mean, I pressed it. But I just did it. Okay. Um, I don't know why I did that. I'm stupid. I'm I'm losing my mind. I'm brain dead. So, but I enjoy writing about this exactly. Um, <laughs> why did I say that? That's just going to have to be cut out because the, the audience won't fucking see it. We are they don't so understand. slappy I'm, tonight. Good. Like, uh, God, this com- conversation about days. end of watch is going to be terrible. Okay. Yeah, that'll Holy do it. Fuck. Okay. Just do another rail of cocaine and we'll be back on it with this after dark that's coming after. The, I love that you just. Help. I love that you've taken over, uh, giving us the outro uh, for the show. So no, I was just gonna let no, you keep going. No, man. no. Well, uh, 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 like and, and subscribe. Smash the like button. <laughs> um, um, uh, this is this is what we do every every week to, um, to play uh, us out, Michael. Yes. Yeah, do it, Michael. Uh, uh, finish it. Zippity zoop. We're out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Cut it and see. Just done. Um, no, Shane, please help me. I'm scared. No, you, I'm alone. you know how know to do I'm this. Going. I have faith in you. You can do this. Um, you can knock uh, it out of leave, the park. Leave a like. Um, uh, we do. We do after darks. Uh, Wednesday. Uh, we have a slew of of shorts. Um, <laughs> jump into them. Jump into my shorts, please. Okay. Um, uh, Courtney does TikToks. I think I think all right, I got so it. Did if, I get it? If all of I, you have I enjoyed do- yourselves here as much as we have enjoyed listening to Michael attempt to nail the dismount on this, well, you can uh, you know leave us a comment. Be sure that you give us a rate and review. We would love to hear from you. Of course, if you haven't already subscribed, you should do so if you're having fun. Uh, I, you listen to me just dying outside and inside at the same time. It's hard to know if you're having fun when we're talking about incels. I understand. But uh, we have new episodes of this show every lovely Monday morning fleeing your preferred podcast provider app. So be sure that you check us out wherever you steal your material from. It's free, so it's kind of hard to do so. Uh, and of course, as Michael was alluding to, yes, on the tubes of you, we have an immense amount of material for you to grab, which includes our weekly show, Disinformed After Dark, which occasionally lapses into things like us discussing books from time to time, doing some really awful fan fiction. And of course, Michael has peopled the internet with our shorts. And, Ooh, so many shorts. Uh, I, I really sincerely appreciate all the interaction that we've gotten because of it. <laughs> Delightful time had by all, including the incels, even. We've managed to just transcend the borders with this, and I can appreciate that. So, check us out there, and then, of course, there is a link in the show notes to all of our relevant socials, so you can go peruse those at your leisure, which does include our TikTok, our non-existent Instagram feed, and, of course, Facebook, if you and your uncle want to have a grand old time discussing <laughs> our weekly episodes but i think as long as it isn't uncle touchy i think we're fine i mean it can be uncle touchy i'm not well, gonna... i mean yeah he's pretty cool i like his outro music i like it i'm not i'm not telling you what to do out there friends so i mean yeah if you love your uncle maybe that's the love that finally found you and you are no longer an incel true so true. I, I think that is going to <laughs> <laughs> look at the disgust on her face well... 
No, I'll tell you after. Yeah, I'll tell you after. Oh, oh no. Good. Okay. Teaser. Yeah. Oh goodness. Also, cousin fuckery is fun, according to some stories I've heard. But in any event, uh, so <laughs> I think that is going to officially wrap this thing up like a napkin that you've just vomited into. And so yeah. for the disinformed <laughs> podcast. This week, I want to remind all of you that I, at the very least, hope something great happens to you today, which could be losing your virginity. Cross your fingers. It it very well could be. It might be. When's it going to be my time? Uh, But for Disinformed this week, I'm Shane. I'm Michael. I'm Courtney. And zippity zoop, we're out of here.